0: During a crisis, you know, cocktail hour can be almost any hour.
1: I want to ask the question, who's buying the booze? Bubbles make me
0: burp. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Boozy Sitters Club. I'm Stephanie. I'm Nell. And now we've introduced ourselves. We're really bad at that, so sorry. Yep. Yeah,
1: um, we've now um made it We've written it down we're going to remember to do this every yeah, episode instead of every other episode. It's made it into the outline. It clearly says introduce ourselves. Yep.
0: And then if if we haven't, we've asked ourselves, have you introduced yourselves? If not, you should introduce yourselves. So. Check, I check, think, and check. I do think we are covered. Yeah. Um, before we get into, like, the book and all that, I yep. have some... I have some... It's not really housekeeping, but... Announcements? Announcements. So, um... As you know, we've been asking you to subscribe, download, review, and rate us. Not in that order. I mean, I think you can do that all at the same time because it helps us so other people find us. And we have a really great um, review I want to share with everyone. It's it's from Anonymous. Um, it says, high as balls, really enjoyed,
1: five stars. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what more you could want from a review I don't, I don't know either I think
0: particularly in these times if you want to sit back smoke a doobie doob and listen to us I'll accept it it apparently
1: is a five star experience it is a five star experience when you're high which is not to <laughs> say you have to be hopefully no, I we're mean, at <laughs> least semi enjoyable I, like hopefully we're also five stars if you're stone cold sober or yes yes that's i mean true. we're not but
0: no we're not but that's fine it's boozy yeah so there, that's i just wanted to share Again, i like everyone, it i like it down, first download. review
1: i think it's good everyone else give us your reviews tell us what you think
0: yep Share with your friends, share with your enemies. Yeah. As we've mentioned, we're not above a, a hate lesson. So there you go. Um, one other bit of housekeeping. I want to give a shout out to Megan, who is our first patron. Um, it's very exciting considering we haven't fully fleshed out the Patreon page. But... Um, I think as
1: first patron, um, we'll probably, you know, take some advice from her. Take some thoughts on, you know what she likes about it what she doesn't
0: exactly it's fun for the whole family
1: second patron sorry you're out of luck exactly so there's that that's all i got that's great i think that's awesome patron number one review number one i love it cool so shall we talk about how marianne saves the day we should Shall we also talk about the drinks that we're drinking while she's saving the day I'm drinking a caipirinha, mm. but the cachaça making up most of the caipirinha is really old, and I googled, does cachaça go bad? Everyone seemed to say no, so I mean, I'm taking a learned, little bit of a risk.
0: We learned that mead rarely goes bad. Yeah, so. It
1: sounds like spirits, for the most part, don't go bad. They just may lose their potency.
0: Not that mead and cachaça are the same at all.
1: No, but I knew where you were going with that. Yeah. Um, Bye, Piper. She's out of the spirits conversation. (laughs) She's like, I'm done. Um, It sounds like it can go off and lose some of its kick. But when Mm -hmm. I poured out a little bit to investigate, it cleared my nostrils. So I don't think the potency is at issue. So we'll see. I put a... It's basically for people that don't know what it is. Cachaça is a sugarcane, uh, like rum, almost from Brazil, and it's pretty much uh, lime juice, sugar, and cachaça over ice. That's good. It is, and yeah. So I'm not, I'm not dead yet.
0: <laughs> I mean, see how it goes. These days, that's all you can really, really hope for. It's true. Not- Not be dead yet. That's true. so many levels. Yeah. So, you want to know what I'm drinking? I do. I I made myself, like, a proper fucking cocktail. I can't wait. So, it's not, like, a classic cocktail or anything. I, back on Memorial Day, remember when Memorial Day was a thing, I baked a pie. Like, a week ago? (laughs) Maybe two weeks ago? ago? Okay. I don't know. By the time the pie comes out, like three weeks ago sure a month ago again we've said time and time again time is a construct so I made a mixed berry pie Mm mhm and I had to siphon off some of the liquid Mm mhm so I was left with this like berry slurry that I just put in a mason jar so I was looking for things to do with this mixed berry slurry sure Sounds so, delicious. I mean, it's just... It's, yeah, it does. It's, it's berry juice with some cornstarch to thicken it up. Yeah. For the pie. You know. So, through through some using of the, the Pinterest, I stumbled upon this blog called um, Unusually Lovely. Mmm. And she had a recipe for a blueberry gin sour because i also Ooh. have a ton of gin that i need to drink sure um and it called for a blueberry syrup which did not sound too dim- dissimilar from my yeah goop my sl- my slurry my goopy goop <laughs> so i made a mixed berry gin sour and which and it's good uh, so basically you take Two ounces of gin, two ounces of whatever your berry syrup is. (laughs) Uh, Put it in a cocktail shaker, half juice, half a lemon. Put it in an egg white, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it till it it gets frothy, woo! And then strain it out, Mm -hmm. and then garnish it with some rosemary. Mm. It's really good. It's not lovely. Super sweet. Yeah. It's my first foray into making something with an egg white and so far so I'm, good. So far so good. I'll let you know in a couple days if I have the salmonella. Oh, I think you can
1: know quicker than that. True. But for right now, it tastes great. Hey, if this is if this is the end of our our cocktail, so our our drink theme this week is will it make us sick? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? This may be the end of the pod. This may be the end of the pod. Um, let's hope it's not. The, uh, Otherwise, it's going to be the sober, ki- sober Sitters Club. Which just sounds depressing. <laughs> it really does.
0: So, yeah. So, that's what we're drinking. So, now, let's talk about the Last book. Last pod, we wildly speculated that Marion was going to save the day because they got into a fight. Shocker. Well,
1: I'm glad that we speculated correctly.
0: I mean, I mean I we weren't totally hard. correct because we once again brought up Mr. McGill being an IRA gun runner. Look, that's which... also a theme of this podcast.
1: <laughs> and until bar. we start writing fanfic, us
0: talking about the IRA <laughs> must have sunk in because I started reading this book called Say Nothing mm-hmm. by the guy who does the podcast Wind of Change. He's an Ooh. excellent writer. But, but yeah, I decided, I guess, I didn't even realize I did it until after I was like...
1: You're going to start yeah. watching, what was that movie with Daniel Day-Lewis and The Name of the Father? Mm, yeah. That one, it's going to be... It's going to be a thing. I Because, you know, there's not enough turmoil in America in 2020. I need to go revisit The Trouble. Look, you know it's a problem it's basically the same. when Northern Ireland, Ireland is looking at us going, Ooh... <laughs> Or you know, like any other autocratic regime. It's fine. When Iran when Iran is holding vigils for oh, us. God. Syria's painting murals on Piper, you leave when we talk about booze, but you come back in when we talk about dictators? She has thoughts. She has <laughs> things to say about dictators and gun running. It's true. I mean if only Marianne could save us. From these things look these girls are pretty smart they may they are smart they may be able to to do it so the basic overview is babysitter's club is in a little bit of a turmoil they all get their feelings hurt everyone gets a get some words in to the other they say
0: some real nasty stuff to yeah. each other yeah basically is what happens
1: Marianne's feeling really, like, uh, wounded. Wounded, but also, I think she's really starting to feel, um, God, I can't think of the word, um, enclosed, but that's not it, by her father. Oppressed? Yes, but in a more gentle, restricted? Restricted. Starting (laughs) to feel the effects of her dad's rules and... All of that, yeah, um, and which I think is it's those two things in one
0: they are combining, um if you haven't picked up already, Marianne is narrating this mm. book, which
1: is the last of the first four we,
0: for the original four, she is we get we finally get her perspective on everything that's happening on there's a we do dip a little bit back into exposition, but we'll forgive her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is interesting because you do, in it, to see certain things from all of their different perspectives. We talked about that before, but she definitely out of all of them is the most, timid is not the right word, reserved?
1: Reserved, yeah, I think that's a good word.
0: So, to see a conflict through her eyes is, is interesting.
1: Yes, I have thoughts on that, but I think we should let Lewis give us the um, the back cover read, so that everyone's okay. up to date on that. And then I'll
0: moving from Stony Brook to Belfast to Glasgow. Lewis, take it away. He's taking it away. <laughs> has never been a leader of the Babysitter's Club. She's left it up to Christy, or Claudia, or Stacey. But now there's
1: a big fight among the four friends and Mary Ann doesn't have them to depend on anymore. It's bad enough when she's left alone at the lunch table at school, but when she has to babysit a
0: sick child without any help from the club members, Marianne knows it's time to take charge. The Babysitter's Club is going to fall apart unless someone does something fast.
1: Maybe it's time for Mary Ann to step in and save the day. All right, so we're back. We're back. Thank you, thank you, Lewis. What I was going to say was um, that I think one thing that's interesting is because it is first pa- first person, and because we're getting Marianne's, you do, I think, side with her on a few things in a way that you wouldn't like. You're just automatically you're getting her explanation and you're getting, you're seeing things from her point of view. Um, Not all of it. I think. Yeah. It's a good job of, you know, seeing everybody's kind of things, but you get more of the backstory of her yeah. parts, you know, which is, which I do think
0: is good. There were some times where I just like wanted to shake her and be like, be more forceful. But to be honest, I mean, even though I've said like, I'm, Christy but just because you're outgoing or seemingly outgoing doesn't mean talking to people is any easier
1: yes and I think that was one of the things like I noted I actually think that I don't remember what I was going to say now I talking either. about the fights talking about the let's take a pause okay. let's check in how are you doing I'm fine I really am I don't know what's wrong <laughs> <laughs> it might be this Cachaca Maybe the Cachaca Is The Cachasa Is is, yeah. is melting your brain Yeah
0: I think honestly I think for real So Everyone listening We are recording this A week earlier Than you're hearing it So <laughs> We're right in the middle Of Protests Protests Bad photo ops All of all of the things and all of the reckoning of everything America has had to deal with. (laughs) So I think, I think, I don't know about you, but for me it is, I've done a lot of crying. I've done a lot of, I've taken organizer, started organizer training. I'm now volunteering. I'm doing like things I never thought I would do because I just don't know what I've, I once again called up my members of Congress and left Crazy. them voicemails where I'm crying because yep. apparently when I don't know what to do, I leave Marco Rubio, an e- uh, not an email, a voicemail where I'm sobbing and yelling at him.
1: Well, hey, maybe, was it Charlie Chris that called you back? Oh, yeah. Charlie Chris called me back that Maybe one time and I thought it was spam. Yeah, maybe Charlie Chris will call you back again. You guys will be, Let's, this will be your thing. You'll call him crying. He'll call you. Hey. When he's home, I often do see him
0: when I walk the dog. Hmm. And he has before asked me what time it was. And I didn't realize Time for a was...
1: revolution, Charlie. <laughs> time for a revolution. That's Not what you should say next true. time. It should be. But then every time
0: it happens, because it's happened a few times where I like run into him walking the dog first thing in the morning, I think to myself, I really wish I would see my congressman after I've showered.
1: No, I think I think <laughs> this is I think this is the way to do it. He's literally mingling with the great unwashed.
0: I yeah, I've never I've never seen him not in leggings and an unwashed face and a messy bun. I I don't oh, even I think thought- I've
1: for a hot second, I thought you were describing him, and so yeah. I just well, had a mental picture of Charlie Crist in leggings, and then you got to bun, and I was like, I'm pretty sure he does not wear his hair in a bun.
0: He does not. Um, He's usually in some sort of
1: athletic attire. Sure. Which means he's probably unwashed as well. Well, he looks cleaner than me. Maybe he's looking at you going, man, I hope she doesn't think that I am Either smell.
0: way, it is on the one hand kind of cool
1: you run into your congressman mm-hmm. on the other hand also really weird and it's
0: weird that it happens
1: well i feel like if you know <laughs> that it happens now you've got i think you should be ready every time you bring like bring the poop bags and your list of demands and so it's true when you run start... into him you can be prepared to be like hey so it's 7 yeah. and also time for justice time for justice charlie Time for the breakdown of systematic racism.
0: Yeah, it's true. Next systemic, time.
1: systemic racism.
0: And if not, this bag of poo I'm holding, clearly know where you are at 7.30 in the morning.
1: Yes. Not that we're advocating.
0: No, No, don't throw poo or anything. Yeah,
1: no, we don't advocate for that. We just... I mean
0: you could slip a little bit of poo in a shoe no one will know
1: it's... <laughs> just yep yeah. but again legally not advocating for that
0: no so yeah yeah i I'm, I'm I'm scared and hopeful yep. I would say yep but I think that's why our brains are a little like
1: yeah, I've been doing a lot of like intake a lot of reading a lot of and i think a lot of that you just have to kind of put up a little bit of a, a fence or a barrier in order to to absorb the information but not completely let it destroy you and let it like be See?
0: Uh... I think we're also just adding more evidence that you are a Stacy and I am a Christy because that's exactly what Stacy did with her diabetes. She did the research. It's true. She took it in. She consulted experts. Yep. Christy gets pissed. Mm -hmm. She finds some action to do. Does
1: some stuff. It's good. And just
0: starts doing some stuff until something happens.
1: Yeah. It balances out. It all balances out.
0: So yeah, yeah. so that, that's that's where we're at, people. If you got halfway through this podcast and your brain is melting from the mindless chatter, fear not. There is an antidote. It's called art. Luckily, many museums now can be experienced from the comfort of your own couch. One of our favorites is the Museum of Fine Arts in St. Pete, which is using their social channels to show off their collections. Find them at MFA St. Pete, and let's support the arts while not getting the Rona.
1: I, some thoughts, I'm looking at my notes because I did write some stuff down, and clearly I don't have anything in my brain. So um, my biggest thing, and this may be a little weird, and I don't know if it has to do with the pacing of the book or whatever, but I felt like for what the title was, I feel like it was a little too little too late. In the whole plot of the book
0: yeah so yeah it was i give this one like a three uh, yeah i'd give this one a stacy's diet coke
1: yeah it wasn't great it was fun there were parts about it that i liked um i i thought a lot of it probably spoke to kids that age because i feel like the representation of how kids that age fight was really good
0: yes i also think if you identify with that kind of personality so one of our friends not to out anyone but texted us and was like so excited because i i totally identify with marianne i can't wait for the next episode so if you identify with that i feel like because they're all in different voices If you relate to the world in a more introverted way, this could probably be your jam. Because it's like, I am finding ways to push myself, even though I'm, you know.
1: Yeah, I also think, though, 90% of this book is the four main characters in a fight. It's not a fun book. No, it's not a fun
0: book. And the fight just so the fight literally happens because they're they are having a meeting and Mrs. Newton calls cuz you know we all love Mrs. Newton Who doesn't
1: love Mrs. Newton She
0: calls and she needs a babysitter to watch both Jamie and Lucy the newborn while she's hosting some event. Yes, I did just have a little burp. I'm sorry. It's natural. Did you even hear it?
1: I don't think I would have if I wasn't looking at you. But <laughs> I, I tried to I tried I tried keep whole... it like I tried to keep saw it in that. my throat. <laughs> yeah. I saw that.
0: Anyway, so Mrs. Newton calls. She needs a babysitter. Christy answers the phone and she just takes it and she doesn't actually offer it to the Popo or here too. Do you hear that? No. Okay. Well,
1: Maybe there's If it makes another. it
0: through. I mean, I live close to all of the things. True. so um, Yeah, she and doesn't, that's offer against it. the rules. Yeah, it's against the rules. She doesn't offer it to everybody. It's against the rules. And they just... I think this has just all been simmering.
1: Yeah, because when I was looking at it... Or looking at it, when I was reading it, I think the way it happens, initially it seems like an honest mistake where this is the first time Mrs. Newton is, um, wants any of them to babysit the baby. Um, and so Christie's excited. She's having the conversation. Mrs. Newton saying here, you know, this is what I need. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm free. I can do it. Yep. She hangs up. She starts being like, this is so exciting. And then realizes, Oh, she did. And I think Again, where I think it's written well as like this is how kids fight versus I don't know, not that adults fight in a real mature manner. Let's be no, honest. Yeah, I think
0: adults also fight this way because it quickly devolves into well, Claudia, you do this all the time, and yeah,
1: it was very quick. quick. <laughs> like there I mean, was no one no... went after
0: Stacy's diabetes, but they called her like a snob. I don't even remember. What they well, called. they called her a snob.
1: They didn't. They didn't there, but I wrote it down because it made me laugh so much uh marianne is describing stacy and how much that she how cool she thinks she is and she literally says um i'd give anything to be stacy not to have diabetes of course <laughs> i also oh god
0: dropped some stuff i also love that stacy's like clap back was like you guys remember where i'm from and like, <laughs> Me being from New Jer, me being an Italian girl from New Jersey, sure. That's like right before you start taking the hoops off. Yes, like- I literally wrote down, "Stacy, don't forget where I'm from." Dot dot dot. Hoops are coming off.
1: <laughs> I I, well, I don't true, think like I don't think the girl from the Upper West Side is doing that. But that's no, what <laughs> she's taking her dog in one ear and bone in the other ear earrings out very carefully, yes. putting them in her her jewelry. You know, A yeah, dish Case, on the vanity. They're probably,
0: they're probably also like encrusted in diamonds and from Tiffany. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but me, unclassy me, is like, oh girl, those are fight and words. Right?
1: Well, and I think <laughs> that's the tough. thing. Like Reading it, there are moments where you can see that like, yeah, here's where Christy very easily could have said oh, like so, and she does realize it. Like She says, oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, I didn't I didn't think about that. And there could have been a moment where she was like, oh, sorry, I, we can call her back. Let's let's decide fairly and we can call her back. But like you said, I think it has been simmering for a while because people immediately jump on of, well, you're this and you're this. And everybody's got their little like.
0: I've, I do think it's also a good example of at any age what happens when there's a communication breakdown. Mm hmm. Like, if you're not talking and if you're not expressing the things that are bothering you, like, it's clearly been bothering them that Claudia takes calls.
1: Outside and
0: of the... Outside hours. of the club hours and doesn't always offer it to them. Like, that's clearly been bothering all of them. Right. It's clearly been bothering them that Christy can't keep her mouth shut. Yes. So, like, but they don't say anything. <laughs> So then it's just like this one thing happens and they all just go to their separate corners and literally walk out of the room and slam the door. So you're right. It's not as an exciting book because it the four main characters are not talking to each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's... It's interesting, I think, reading this way that we are of reading fairly, reading each book fairly quickly. It's kind of like binge watching where you used to have to wait once a week to watch a TV show. Some of this stuff to me seems like it's too fast. You know, like sometimes I'm like, but you just started this club. I realized I think each book is supposed to take place in the next month. So they're talking... I about, think so, like, but that would
0: also mean they're, like, all aging very quickly. And there's, like, a hundred and something books, and they don't think I get bef- older than, like, four, 15.
1: Right, yes. Right now, I think I think maybe yeah. she starts to do something. But, like, it's winter. Like, it was winter in the last book. Yeah. Because it was cold and snowy. It's winter in this one. So, like, I think it's about... Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, that, yeah. So, yeah, it's not, it's not, like, a fun book but it and I think some of the fight stuff felt draggy like because yeah. the only time you were seeing any of the other characters they were fighting
0: that's true I mean Stacy you see her at the beginning and then you don't hear anything from Stacy until like two-thirds of the way through the book
1: well she was busy having her blonde shaggy mane professionally styled <laughs> I didn't I did think that was
0: funny because, like, my mom is not one to have ever, like, give me a mom. Like, I always had someone cut yes. my hair. Oh, yeah. My mom so, like, never that cut was my hair.
1: A, I was like, that's weird. Like. Well, then also. What? Who's I'm like, also who's cutting hair? your hair, Marianne? Yeah. But she's wearing braids and she's 12. Like, maybe she's never even had her hair cut. Or, like, they're just
0: chopping off the. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But but I was I like, did, what I did,
1: like, because we get into a little bit more deeply, like, the rules that her dad has and, yes. you know, all of that, and she does say at one point that her dad buys her clothes for her, and <laughs> yeah. that, like, the visual of that just made me laugh, because it seems like he's very, like, he's a very kind of reserved, he's a lawyer, we find out. Or we think he we is, think. and then, because then there's the subplot. It's almost like the sub... sub. There's kind of like three plots in this. That is true. So we true have the club fight. Everyone's in a fight. We all hate each other. We finally four, meet... We I guess. finally meet Dawn. We finally meet Dawn, which I actually, in my head, and this is where the binge watching, binge reading kind of comes in, in my head, this was way later. Like, I thought the the original four stayed original for for a while i did
0: too but dawn comes in we meet in this book we meet dawn and we meet mallory yes yes for I mean, mallory is
1: not she's been mentioned before but she's we haven't been really, mentioned
0: but we haven't met her we yeah. meet her she's not being inducted i almost said indoctrinated like they're a cult I
1: mean, we are a little bit
0: <laughs> so there's that there's the subplot to the dawn thing about Don's mom
1: and Marianne's dad. Yes, we find out they were high school sweethearts ish. They. Yeah. They. Uh. Um, Don's mom, Mrs. Schaefer. I forget her first name now. Um, uh, Sharon. Uh, Sharon yeah, Schaefer.
0: With, not to be confused with Karen. No.
1: Um,. She was, and Marianne's father Richard, who we find out was called Richie in high school. And like that (laughs) stuff was really funny to me because like they had Marianne being like, Richie, nobody calls him Richie. And I think that's so when you find out things about your parents when they were real people, I'm using air quotes, you know what I mean? Like there's that point at which you are. You start to realize, oh, you get old enough to realize, like, oh, my parents were this age at some point. Like, that's yeah. weird, but, like, there's this whole other thing. So, yeah, so we find out that Dawn, who has just moved from California, um, her mom grew up in Stony Brook, which is why they moved back. Her parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Marion and Dawn do a little recon with the yearbooks and photo albums and they go real deep. Yeah. And I mean, it is also I guess
0: too, they would never have met Dawn had they not caught in this fight. Because the only reason why Marianne starts talking to Dawn is because, you know, there's the lunchtime table seatings mm-hmm. we've talked about before. And Claudia and Stacy aren't sitting together stacy somehow in a in a great power move for the new girl maintained the original
1: it's true see i thought with, she was gonna be sitting off by herself somewhere she, and she wasn't she was with Dorian and wallingford i just <laughs> i love that name and
0: what's her what's her semi-serious boy pete pete alan i think pete. i don't know
1: alan is christie's
0: yeah, so like they they get she maintains that table which she is from good York. for her like good for her, she's always talking about she doesn't have any friends I'm like girl you like yeah, you yeah. like kept the table,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Like, there's nothing bigger than yeah. that in middle school, so then Claudia is sitting with Trevor, and they're I canoodling mean, yeah, and then Christy in a real B move. Sits with the same twins. What are their names? The Sherbert? I keep calling them Sherberts. I don't remember. The Sherbert twins. I'll find
1: out. Hold, please. So she sits with
0: the Sherbert twins, and normally they have a seat for Marianne, but they just don't even put a chair out, which is just rude.
1: Rude. And I think, like, turn their back. Like, I think when she goes. They do,
0: like, real nasty stuff. So, like, Christy's just being rude. Claudia and Stacy are sticking their tongues out at each other from across the lunchroom. And Marianne ends up sitting by herself at a table. And Dawn comes over and asks if anyone's sitting with her. And Marianne lies and says all of her friends are absent that day. Shilaber. Shilaber twins. Mariah and Miranda.
1: You can call them Sherbert twins. From here on
0: out, they're the Sherbert twins. Works. So the Sherbert twins... That's not even what I'm talking about. So forget the sherberts. <laughs> Moving on. So Don sits with her, and they start talking. And yes. it, and and she, Marianne, initial initially starts talking to Don, really to make Christy, Claudia, and Stacy jealous. But it also seems like the only one who even notices is Christy, because Stacy and Claudia are too busy just.
1: Well, they got their little boy toys.
0: Yeah, I also enjoy that they're like. The ones that are into boys and it
1: also just seems like they really only go to the boys when they're pissed off at their lady friends. I mean, I also think that's how twelve year old <laughs> That is true dating I mean, it <laughs> go. <It> goes. <laughs> so Yeah. So there's that. Um but they So Marion and Don get to be pretty friendly very quickly, like I think yeah. Don asks her over after school, they watch a movie and it's all, like, good. Marianne does kind of ruin it at one point when they're at her house. And she she notices that Christy, through the bedroom windows, can see that she's with Don. And so she, like, puts on this big display of, like, literally, like, ah, I'm so... Of like oh, I'm yeah This is Being the best my time new ever. friend and like puts her arm around Don Dawn, and Don's like what the hell are you doing? And who's that girl across the street? <laughs> is that your friend who you've been saying is absent,
0: but you're just in a fight with and she to her credit fesses up yeah. but then she digs herself a real hole. Yeah. And Don bikes off. So Yeah. Anyway, I think her biking off is a good point to take a break. Okay. Cause I have
1: I have a wee bit of cocktail left. Okay, I can. I think it's a lot of water. I can. I gotta go muddle and shit, so it might take me a hot second. I gotta crack an egg. Oh. <laughs> All right, I take ha- a break. I
0: also ha- yeah, cause gotta pee. <laughs>
1: okay. See you in a minute. I'm going to go break this deal. Do it. Bye. Bye. You guys know we love to support our local businesses, so we want to tell everybody about Book and Bottle in St. Pete. Like us, they're also fans of things to read and drinks to sip and can help with recommendations for either one. They're open again for business, so let them help you find your next read and a great wine to go with it. You can find their hours and details at bookandbottlesaintpete.com.
0: Okay, so we're hey, back. We're back. So, let's jump into our our questions. Yeah, let's do it. So, would 12-year-old you have liked the book? I don't
1: know. I think I I, I am now and I think I always have been pretty empathetic, which means not like I'm not going to give you the definition of the word. I'm just <laughs> I don't think our listeners are dumb. Um, but I think what that means is anytime I read a book that was all the feelings, particularly all the feelings that I was already having, yeah, it, it didn't necessarily make me feel like, oh, yay, someone's going through that as well. It was more of like, this is just more of what I'm already feeling. Yeah, I think... But I definitely would have loved the like stacy's mom and marianne's dad secret high school romance like rom-com aspect the the dawn stacy Stacy, don whatever same thing they're both blondes
0: i think well good thing in the new show they're not how else would i tell them to part (laughs) i mean sidebar about the new show other than the like trailer confusing me cuz i'm like isn't it now why is there a landline i do like that they've updated it in that there's it is a they're more diverse and it's a more wider representation of what girls today yes and their friend groups look like so yes. i like that yeah but 12 year old me in this book i don't i don't know if i would have liked it i think i would have again i think i would have liked the rom-com aspect of the parents but I think because I had my own anxiety and my own difficulties talking to parents, friends, anybody about what I wanted, I think then and now I just really got annoyed at her. Mm. Like Interesting.
1: At I Marianne, think, you mean?
0: At Marianne, because I, I think even though I am sympathetic towards the anxiety, I have very little patience for it because it wasn't tolerated in Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and I think I would be reading it and I would (laughs) because I would have been told speak up for yourself if you don't tell people what you want you're never going to get what you want I think I would have been very annoyed at her so particularly around stuff with her parents I do think it is well her dad Yeah, I do I did think the writing around how she approaches things with her dad and sitting around the table and not having anything really to talk about and how, you know, he won't let her sit at sit past nine thirty, but he expects her to start making dinner if he's not yes. home is kind of like okay, so she's responsible enough to be home by herself. She's responsible enough To start dinner, but she's not responsible and mature enough to sit out past 930 or you let her change the pictures in her bedroom.
1: And I think, I think that, I think some of that's addressed in when she finally gets to a point at the end where so the big what we haven't talked about is how marianne saves the day right which there's two different ways oh two. i forgot you're right there are four subplots i forgot about the how do you prezioso the preziosos who are they are something man some <laughs> thing so there's a new family <laughs> that they they start to uh sit for in the babysitter's club marianne is the one who gets the first job and it's the preziosos and who i kept whether this was purposeful or not i kept associating their name with the word precious i looked it up (laughs) prezioso does not mean anything in italian i was really hoping it did i
0: just kept associating them with like A cheesy musician, musician,
1: magician. Oh yeah, like 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 Abracadabra, Prezioso. Except
0: yes, Presto (laughs) Prezioso. And I'm
1: not gonna lie. Every time I read the name in my head, I went Prezioso. Like, what am I doing? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of true. So they at that
0: point I should like every time I see my own name go. I'm
1: gonna do that now. Do it um so this family basically the mom it's a mom dad and a little girl jenny and um the mom dresses it sounds like the entire family yeah in like fancy clothes no matter what time of day this little girl is dressed up as they say in the book like it's easter On like a Wednesday afternoon. She is in the frilly dresses. She's in the bows. She's in the everything. And
0: and I will say, because this is Connecticut, which is not too far from New Jersey, I did know that particular Italian-American family who, in in an effort to fit in better in the Waspy area, went way over the
1: top. These people are new money.
0: They are. I mean, I also would not be surprised if Mr. Prezioso was, like, in...
1: <laughs> say it! Say it! What does Tony Soprano say? Like, oh. garbage management or some shit? Wait, I think it's uh, waste, waste management. Waste management. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would not be surprised by this. Wait. I'm not going to lie. Which now i I'm can't stereotyping. can't wait for... <laughs> The Mr. McGill, Mr. Prezioso showdown. IRA gun running, mafia waste management. It's gonna get real. It's gonna get
0: cray. Um, but, like, I know that family. Yeah. Like, I know it's like you go so over the top to try to fit in that you actually still just look like a fucking weirdo.
1: It's like not to get too political, but it's like how Donald Trump gilds everything in his apartment. <laughs> yes. Like, have you seen my golden toilet? Yes. Yeah, nobody cares. It's like that. Like people like... that actually have money in class don't want to sit on a golden gilded fucking toilet. But it's like I I know that family. I I have met that family. I get that. I get. Could you not feel the fabric of those dresses when they were describing it? I could feel the
0: fabric. I could also, in my head, envision that there
1: are like one too many frills. Her hair is curled
0: one too many times.
1: Like, she can't actually put her arms down by her side because there's so many layers of netting and crinoline under the like slightly sheened white fabric
0: exactly. So like I get I get what Miss Mrs. is trying to do. She's
1: trying to fit in in a place yet.
0: Yeah. Mr. Prezioso
1: made a bunch of money somehow. Yeah. So, somehow decided we're moving to Connecticut. Like, she jumped at the chance and now she's she like did. I'm wearing my cocktail dress to the basketball game, which they do. Yeah. So anyway, so Marianne Is babysitting for this family. She, this is, then she babysits a second time, and Jenny, the little girl, gets very sick. And she develops a fever of 104. But because they're having a fight, and this
0: was, okay, so this was actually the most surprising part to me. Mm. I would have thought that even though they're having a fight, one of their clients is having an emergency i would have still thought that she would have called the other members of the club so she does all the right things she calls all the the numbers the phones that we don't understand how they're having cell phones but they have a phone
1: maybe it was a car phone (laughs) she literally says our phones I know. I know. I so don't know. So both Mr. and Mrs. Prezioso have a phone. Where is she keeping it in her little cocktail dress? I have you know no it's idea. the
0: size of a small she, house. She tries her dad, he doesn't answer. There's Dawn's mom, is, she tries all of the
1: people. It is weird that she doesn't try like she's so close to Claudia's grandmother, for example. She, yeah, she, doesn't, she doesn't try her Christie's mom. I feel like yeah. she would be very
0: That was surprising to me that, like, I'm so mad at these people over these dumb things we've said that I'm not going to call them. I
1: will say that's not super surprising to me because I hold that grudge. Like. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't. And I guess, again, like, (sighs) Christy being such a bitch actually surprised me because, Mm. again, because I identify with her. Sure. Sure. I actually get over things, like, really quickly. And I was like, seriously, Christy?
1: I loved, like... Kristen Kristen Amanda Thompson. Kristen Amanda Thomas. Thomas. Um, <laughs> or Thompson. I, like... I loved when Marianne went and knocked on the door. And um, David Michael answered it. And he's like, oh, yeah, she's here. And then all of a sudden you hear Christy, I'm not here! <laughs> She's not <laughs> and here. I was like, Seriously, loved it. Should we finish talking about Jenny?
0: Oh, uh, we'll get back to Jenny. Okay.
1: Jenny. So right now, Jenny's got
0: a fever. We'll get back to Jenny. Hundred and four.
1: Phone's gone.
0: No. She le- and she legit just like passed out. Passed out in her little frilly dress. Keep in going. In her little frilly dress. I do identify with Marianne and the note writing.
1: Because. Ooh. I have to. I'm going to find them because they were so funny. I want to read them. They were really funny. I'm going to read from them now. So basically, (laughs) she decides this is stupid. We shouldn't be in a fight. I'm going to write notes to my friends to let them know that. So she starts out with Stacy Dear Stacy, I'm really, really sorry you called me a shy little baby. I hope you're sorry too. (laughs) Dear Christy, I'm sorry you're the biggest, bossiest, know-it-all in the world, but what can I do about it? Have you considered seeking professional help? Like, she's so passive-aggressive. Dear Claudia. She's so
0: passive-aggressive.
1: I'm sorry I called you a stuck-up job hog. You don't deserve that, and I didn't really mean it. I hope you can forgive me. Love, Marianne. And she finishes with, now that was a note I could send. So she's recognizing... That her notes were, like, not quite right. But she's also Mm, recognizing, like, maybe I'm not ready to. But, like, I loved the note to Christy. I'm sorry you're the biggest, bossiest know-it-all in the world, but what can I do about it? Have you considered seeking professional help? So a continuing theme that I love about these books is um, the acknowledgement of other real books. Can we talk about the casual Camu? (laughs) Well, now we have the title for this episode. (laughs) Write that down. Um, Yes, we can.
0: (laughs) I was reading it and I was like, 12-year-olds are going to read this as Camus. Sure. But I was like, but I love that. I do love that. I do also love the
1: reference to A Wrinkle in Time. I thought that was great because we that was fantastic. had A Wrinkle book. in Time. We had Phantom Tollbooth. Yes. Um, the other so the book that Marianne's reading to Jenny Prezioso when she gets sick is Blueberries for Sal, which is yeah. I love that book.
0: Yeah, I do love that there's actual like literature, <laughs> like seriously, like the Camus
1: cracked me up
0: i was like wait what but also that is so that is so something someone would write in a yearbook yes. to their high school suites yeah like,
1: i wrote it down so like the Camus quote that this is in the yearbook that that mr. schaefer and mr spire richie and sharon have written yeah
0: and he wrote like and he put like just her initials And that this is for her and she would know what it means. And he wrote, don't walk in front of me, I may not follow. Don't walk behind me, I may not lead. Walk beside me and just be my friend. And I was like, we just, the casual Camus. Like, what? No 12-year-old is going to know what that is.
1: No, and it was, I think, you know, they call it out. I don't think I found,
0: I don't think I stumbled upon the Camus of it all until like my early 20s.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't even know that I've really read that much Camus or any Camus, but I well, definitely Well, I went to art
0: school and dated many of an intellectual boy who thought they were sensitive and I was like, "Well, I just give me your books." Sure.
1: Um, not a euphemism. Um I I think <laughs> wait, what would what would that be like for the penis? Possibly books is a euphemism for the penis no it's not but like in that sentence i'm just saying if you are a college kid and you're dating a boy and you say give me your anything it, it was a joke not it's not an actual euphemism it's just oh we've also still
0: not gotten back to jenny and her 104 fever.
1: marianne finds a thermometer takes her temperature it's 104 she can't wake her up she calls everybody the cell phones that we can't explain don't work she calls the basketball arena high school gym i can't remember where they're going it's some basketball game they're like paging the preziosos over the phone she calls her dad mr prezioso (laughs) yes mrs prezioso (laughs) probably had a problem with that because it sounded like maybe it was his secretary um, I feel like they've had arguments Mr. over Prezioso,
0: Mr. Your waste management company is online one.
1: Pretty much. Marianne has called everybody's phone numbers. She can't get anyone. The doctor who's kind of an ass or at least his yeah. answering services because she calls and they're like, mm, okay, we'll let him know whenever he picks up his messages. I'm like, isn't your answering service? If someone, if, a, if your patient calls and says, if it's Have an, an emergency, emergency.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She does get a hold of Dawn,
1: and Dawn comes over. Dawn comes which is over. good. She, she needs backup. She needs backup. She calls... I think she calls 9... Yeah, she calls 911. Um, she... The people are like, great, it's probably nothing, but you should get her to the emergency room. And she's like, I'm 12. I can't drive. And they're yeah, like, I, oh. I
0: did like that. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> which I, I think can't. also goes to the she is acquitting herself well enough because she clearly sounds like she's old enough that she could be somebody who drives. Yeah. Um, and, and so uh, they say, okay, great. We're going to send an ambulance. They get in the ambulance. She goes with her. She goes to the hospital. Everything turns out to be fine. Um, she's sick, but treatable. Great, great, great. Um so much happens; she forgets to tell her dad that this actually happened, because, well, because
0: she has the fight with Don. That Dawn. was the fight. That was the Don realizes that Marianne's only been nice to her because she's being a bitch to Christie.
1: her. Yeah, but a note fixes it, so it's fine. It's fine. Um, but so Mrs. prezioso calls
0: prezioso. Marianne's dad,
1: so So she calls. Marianne's dad to say thank you and how well Marianne did and you know here's the update blah 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 so he's like and I did think it was a little jerk move to be like I was a little embarrassed that I didn't know what she was talking about okay Mr. Spire you've just been talking about your law cases It does. nobody cares about her dad is a little bit of a jerk he's a little bit of a he's got a stick somewhere he's gotta
0: stick some he's another one though because we do learn that like part of the reason why dawn's mom and he didn't work out is because dawn's what was her name sharon sharon sharon's dad was like a well-to-do banker and his dad was like a blue collar guy so like they didn't think he was good enough yeah. So it does kind of seem like everything that Marion's dad has done from college on is to prove that he is good enough. Yes. Which, similar to the Preziosos, is to like put together
1: this front like you're the perfect little
0: wasp, and it's like, right.
1: and it it does go <laughs> to show like the Preziosos are doing it in a way that makes sense for them. This is this is. T- to them what makes sense and what says success and what says success to mr spire is having a daughter who is dressed appropriately does the right things doesn't rock the boat you know it's all very in the little box while this book was not the most
0: exciting it does ring very true Because there's this underlying current Mm -hmm. of all of these people not feeling like they fit in being who they are. So they're trying to adjust to a system, but at the end of the day, they're just kind of exposed for who they are. And what I actually think is a little sad about it is there's no resolution of, here I am... Accept me for what I am, I am part of this society. But I
1: think there's some of that in in how Marianne approaches things with her dad at the end. You know, so he gets this phone call and he basically says he's told from an outside source, it's not his daughter saying I'm responsible, you should trust me, and which can be very easily dismissed to say, you're just a kid, you don't know anything. But another adult is saying, your daughter did X, Y, Z, took care of my child, you know, did all these things. She even says, you know, I called everybody, including you. Or I don't even think she says that. She says, I called everybody. No one was home. And then he he says, he starts it and he says, including me. And she says, including you. So... There's an acknowledgement of she is, she is a, she's doing more than he thinks she's capable of. Other adults are seeing this, and he takes the step to say, Okay, I will allow you to stay out a little bit later. Maybe not quite as late as you want, but here's the compromise. Yeah. I'll allow you to not wear your hair in braids. I will, you know, and I think there's a little bit of that to, that does kind of show yes. it doesn't, it's maybe not easy to do and it's not easy to, to do in a way where it's your own, just by your own looking, but you have to have those outside sources to say, you know, like, yeah. And he does agree show that she you can the take way. the
0: Humpty Dumpty off the
1: wall. Yes.
0: We're going to keep Alice. I do think as she gets older, she might realize Alice is a little more, um,
1: counterculture
0: like yeah like go down that rabbit hole girl keep, yep keep, keep that up. bitch up so does this book hold up from a 2020 perspective
1: weirdly i think it does from a like kids are gonna fight kids are always gonna have the same emotions it's always gonna feel the same thing uh we added technology that no one knew we had <laughs> in the 80s so yeah that was weird we're trying yeah. to get people on cell phones and with their digital thermometers it's cool
0: I, yeah, I do th- I also agree. I mean, I do think it definitely
1: it's a pretty basic
0: it's a bit ba- yeah, it's basic. People fight. there's an emergency. You I call think the where
1: when, when the books don't hold up in 2020 is when the plots are driven by things other than emotion.
0: <laughs> the one thing that I did note does not hold up in 2020. Yeah, when she goes to Dawn's house and it's kind of like a, a wee house. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the breaks were gonna be wee breaks. Putting that in the putting that in the outline. Um since it's like a farm an old farmhouse. They talked about like the stairs were for midgets and I'm like, Oh god, we don't say midgets in Twitter. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, That's not there's a couple That's not a thing. <laughs> no. No. Please, st- please, please stop talking about the midget house. You're making me uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. That does not feel good. But
0: other than that, yeah, I think it held up. Yeah. So yeah. So the next book.
1: The next oh, book is.
0: Book is I did look it up. Are we
1: moving place. into dawn territory yet, or because I think we, I think we do be. have to say officially at the end of the book, everybody oh, makes yeah. up, and Marianne promotes inducts. ducks i don't know they she... have
0: she has a her dad allows her to have a party at her house yep. for the babysitters club for them all to get to know Dawn and to make and up officially yeah two things happen at the party that are big mm-hmm. the first is Dawn's mom comes to drop her off and mr spear and mrs schaefer basically agree to go on a date
1: yeah they kind of make googly eyes at each other
0: yeah Which then, when I looked at the photos in the back of the book, now that you've explained to me that they're there,
1: the best!
0: um, Don's, not Don, Marianne's dad, again, to bring it back to uh, what we do in the shadows, the TV series. There's an energy vampire called Colin Robinson, who's just basically a boring man.
1: Yeah. Um, That's who he looks like. Yeah. He's got that hair that's like receding, like. You know it started to recede in his 20s, and then at some point it stopped and it just never went any further. And so it's not like he's a bald man, but he doesn't have a full head of hair. He's just got that small little swoop with a real deep part and a high forehead. Yeah, it's intense.
0: Yeah. So I'm also now on the side calling him Colin Robinson. That's Have you fun. watched the TV series yet?
1: Yes, not all of it, but I've started it. Oh my God, it. it's so, it's yes. so. It's good. Warms, warms my heart. Yeah.
0: Um. So that happens. Yep. And then Christy gives Dawn the third degree, but mm-hmm. ultimately she when she, she passes, I think the fact that Don's parents are divorced, Christy's parents are divorced, they bonded over that.
1: And then Dawn had moved and Stacy had moved. Like, it was, there was a lot of stuff where Marianne yeah. is no dummy. She's like, oh, yeah. this is how this is going to go down.
0: Yeah. So. What's the so title of the, the next book?
1: The next book
0: is Dawn and the Impossible Three. So we're getting another, pers- another <gasps> I've read perspective. Another new perspective. I don't did? remember
1: what it's about at all, but I know the title. I've read it.
0: I. I'm I, I think I can't I've read remember. all of them so far. I, I don't remember honestly which ones I read, but what do you do you remember you don't remember what this one's about.
1: I I have like a vague enough. I'm pretty sure it's triplets of some sort. Like there's a new family and it's triplets and she yeah, has to I make us at them.
0: I immediately went to like Merida's brothers and brave. So like Yes. Yes. So like if the Brave storyline didn't follow Merida and just followed her annoying triplet brothers.
1: And their babysitter.
0: And their babysitter. Yeah. Particularly because Merida turned her mom into a bear.
1: <sighs> that movie. Like, I liked that movie, but at some point you're like, what
0: I think the? I liked the Scottish accents. I think I thought Merida was really just kind of indignant. <laughs> I do get the don't, don't be married off. I appreciated that. Yes. But like
1: girl power, all of that. All of that. I, I think I just and there's many other things that go along with this that we'll get into at a later pod, but I think when I was watching it I was expecting one thing and got another. Like it there's was no talking it animals not... in the movie, so that's a departure from like the horse <laughs> is is really there and a big character, but does not talk and does not is not like Anthropomorphized at all? Well, because and... it's,
0: it's Pixar, not Disney. No, it was Disney. but I guess no, no, it's a Pixar film. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. I think it is. I think she's the only. Hold on.
1: Getting real Disney nerdy here. Welcome I all know. you listeners that don't care about Disney. Who doesn't? I mean, everybody cares about no. Disney. No. Right? No. Really? Yeah.
0: That's a shame. <laughs> it's um, Pixar. Brave is Pixar. Oh, okay. That's why there's no a blah, 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 blah. Because they only anthropomorphize. I can say that when I'm not tipsy. It's fine. It's the lamp. They only do that with the toys. Yeah. Or the lamp.
1: Whatever. Anyway, she's got good hair. She's got great hair. Technology went into that hair is a lot. Apparently, every yeah. strand of that hair has its own thing. Digital code bullshit. Like, anyway. Whatever.
0: anyway. So, yeah. So, Dawn, I think she's got to deal with some real angry triplets. Yeah. I think she's got to call in reinforcements. Yeah.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: And maybe because I just want this to happen.
1: The maybe reinforcements th- are mob. Related? I was gonna go with vampires. <laughs> so,
0: or witches.
1: Or witches. Ooh, maybe they'll start a coven. I think. Maybe they already have and they don't know it. I mean, I'd like to be a witch. Maybe you already are. Eh, I I don't I don't know about this. Uh, maybe I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's. A lot about witchery, Wiccan, Wicca, Wicca, that's the No, correct. I don't want to do that. I want to be oh. a witch. Like a, I turn you into a toad witch? I don't know. Oh. I don't want to do the Wicca thing. That's what witches are these days. Are, mm, mm, it's people it? that practice Wicca.
0: Is it someone... That's our question of the week. Tell us about how witches work in 2020.
1: Witchery. What? <laughs> That's our question. That's our question. And with that, I think we're done. I think we're done. We probably I should be done. done. Everyone listening is like, good God, please be done. Oh, God. Cheers. Cheers. Let's all stand strong and make it to another week or two weeks whenever we and deal with w- the next book.
0: I, yeah i think it's probably we on a two-week basis yep. again please for the love of god register to vote and then we can hold the next administration accountable because because piper, piper says, says so
1: says so piper says you, yeah
0: because piper says so
1: yeah piper says and until vote. then cheers cheers bye everyone
0: well, bye